Hey and welcome to the Mum Boss Method podcast. I'm back after taking a bit of an unscheduled break. I have returned, I think it's been about six weeks since I last released a podcast and actually that's going to be the topic of today's podcast is telling you where I've been and what's been going on um, because actually I think that my experience over the last six weeks or so will really help some of you. You might find that some of this resonates with you. So I'm looking forward to jumping in and telling you what's been going on, where I've been, what's happened and what I've done about it. So let's let's get on with it, shall we? Um So I think the last podcast I recorded and released was around the 17th of February. So that is about six weeks ago. Um, And I'll be really honest with you, there has just been a lot going on. March is birthday month in my family. I've got Charlie's birthday. I've got um, my all three of my parents' birthdays. We also took a week um, away. Tom and I finally went on my 40th birthday trip to New York and Vegas, which was fab. Um, I had a really amazing time and so pleased I finally got to go. Um, So we had the holiday, we came back, Tom got COVID which left him pretty much out of action for about nine days so I was solo parenting for the nine days Um, and then in the more extended family we've had some family illness um, and uh, quite a serious operation for a, a member of the family which has you know left some worry and some stress going on and I'll be really honest, I felt super stressed, super overwhelmed and super time poor. Um, You know, I am only human. I am a busy working mum. Okay, I have just the one. Some of my friends have more. And a lot of people say, oh, but you work for yourself. You can still, you know, you can take time off whenever you want to take time off. But it doesn't quite work like that when you own your own business. And if any of you are listening and you do own your own business, you'll know what I mean. You know, I can't just, I don't get paid for being ill. I don't have anyone to delegate to. I don't have anyone that can cover me. Um, I still have clients that I want to support and I need to speak to regularly. So um, it wasn't as easy as just taking a couple of days off. And I think I really naively went on my holiday to New York and Vegas thinking I was going to have this amazing break and come back feeling refreshed. And actually, if you've been to either New York or Vegas you will know that they are not relaxing places to go. Um, In the seven days that we were there, we walked 72 miles. So um, there were two days we walked over half a marathon each day. 
Um, they're busy, busy holidays. You don't really have time to get over the jet lag. So I, I naively went on that holiday thinking I was going to come back refreshed. And actually, I came back a bit knackered. Um, in no way am I moaning about the fact I went on a holiday. Oh, poor me. I went on holiday. Um, That's not what I'm saying. I am super grateful that I went and that I had an amazing time and that my husband surprised me by having two of our best friends going with us. Um, But yeah, it was, I went into it a bit naively. That's on me. Um, But like I say, I'm human. I'm not immune from the stresses and strains of life. And actually, I've taken the last couple of weeks or maybe the last week and a half since Tom's been better and um, Charlie's uh, Charlie's on a residential school trip this week. So I do have a little bit more time back where I'm not having to do the school run and stuff. And I've been reflecting on some things and I really wanted to share this with you because I think it might be really helpful. Um so there was a couple of things that I noticed that had been going on and the first one was that my routine had been really knocked out so over the last six weeks my routine just was not there I am a creature of habit I like my routine I like to know what I'm doing and when I'm doing it and I tend to you know I stick to certain days for the gym certain days for rest days um and i although i stuck to those what i also what i did notice was that outside of you know those things that are standing orders as i like to call them i wasn't planning my time so i routinely sit every sunday evening and i take you know half an hour to an hour to review the week before plan the week ahead and i wasn't doing that And so the time that I did have, I was not using it very well. I was faffing, things were taking longer than they needed to and I wasn't getting the things done that I wanted to. Um, And that just added to the overwhelm. You know, I I wasn't getting to the things that needed to be done um, and was kind of cruising. That makes it sound really relaxed. I wasn't cruising. I was um, running from thing to thing in my diary and just felt, you know, super chaotic. And there were some days where I just didn't have time to eat lunch. Um, And for those that know me, you know that if I haven't eaten, I am not fun to be around. Um, And I just was was mad. So, yeah, my routine was knocked out. The other thing I noticed is that I really wasn't doing anything for myself and you know that is crazy because I talk so much to my clients and to to those of you that aren't my clients about doing things for you you can't give from an empty cup you know things that I wasn't doing I wasn't journaling I'm a massive fan of journaling I've been journaling for about four or five years now and I just I was using my journal as a glorified to-do list I wasn't actually writing in it about how I was feeling and what was going on it was just a these are the things you need to do today I wasn't meditating 
you know, meditating is something I'm still really learning to do, but it is a practice. It requires practice and I just let it go. I stopped. And when you let it go, you know, it becomes harder to pick it back up again. Um, But my mindset around the meditating was, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. I don't have time to sit here and you know, listen to someone guiding me through some meditation for 10 minutes, it's a waste of time. And I, I probably had the same, um, the same thought process around the journaling as well. You know, you don't have time to, to write about how you're feeling, you just need to get on with the stuff you need to do. I wasn't listening to music. And that is a big clue for me. Um, you know, I, I really like to take on information. I like to listen to podcasts. I like to listen to audiobooks, but sometimes I just really like to put on some music and sing really loud. And I wasn't doing that, not even in the gym. And, you know, just generally, I wasn't taking time for me. I wasn't, I wasn't, um, you know, just taking 20 minutes to just sit and read or sit and chill or cuddle the dog or, you know, just just generally taking time for me. I, I, I love to have a bath on a Sunday evening um, and maybe watch something on an iPad or read a book and, you know, light some candles and have a nice bubble bath. I, I wasn't doing it. I haven't, I haven't done it probably for four or five weeks. And then the other thing that I noticed was that I was giving my time away and doing things for other people before myself. So despite feeling hugely overwhelmed and stressed I was still giving my time away um to other people and I see this as a bit of a form of procrastination actually you know I wasn't saying no to people and I was rearranging my plans in order to fit other people's plans and help other people out and the result was that I really was not sleeping so I was probably getting four solid hours a night but I was waking you know a good two three hours before my alarm every night and just couldn't get back to sleep so I was exhausted add to that the jet lag from the holiday as well and that was a real um you know I already went on the holiday feeling tired so when I get came back and had jet lag it was even worse Um, I was very snappy, I was very stressy with other people, Tom, Charlie, anyone else and I found it really, really hard to focus so you can imagine I've already got it in my head that I feel quite stressed and overwhelmed and that I've got a lot to do and I was already finding it really hard to to reconcile in my head how I was going to get all that done and then I just wasn't able to concentrate or focus for a very long time. So not particularly a pleasant feeling or pleasant feelings um, and led me to, you know, being quite upset at points over the last the last few weeks. So let me tell you what I did. And then after that, I'm going to tell you how you can apply this to yourself as well, whatever the situation. So the thing that I took 
it back to was complete basics. I stripped everything back to the very basics of what I know work. So, for example, one of the first things I did was put my morning routine back to where it should be. You know, doing my journaling, doing my meditation, doing my daily affirmations and really spending time on that um, in a way that I know works for me. Um, I focused on getting quality sleep. So one of the things that that meant was on a Wednesday and a Thursday, they are kind of my rest days from the gym. Um, And I was still setting my alarm at you know something like half past five and getting getting up like I say I felt like I had loads to do so it seemed like my answer was get up and get more work done um but actually with the lack of sleep that just meant I was surviving most of the week on kind of four or five hours sleep so what I have done is stopped setting an alarm for Wednesdays and Thursdays Um, Tom still sets an alarm so I know that if I'm not awake before his, his will wake me up but it has made a real difference because what it means is that on a Tuesday night and a Wednesday night I am getting a bit more sleep Um, but I'm also focusing all the other nights on doing the things that I know help me to get that that good sleep so staying away from my phone, staying away from screens where that's possible for me because I do coaching calls in the evening and so it's you know sometimes I'm not switching off my laptop till 9 30 um reading before bed making sure that I'm taking this my supplements um that I'm not drinking too much liquid before bedtime because that's a big thing for me is being waking up woken up in the middle of the night because I need the loo um so I really focused on getting that good quality sleep um I went back to planning my diary but not over packing it so I can be really guilty of putting like six things on my to-do list in the morning and literally packing out every minute of my day and not you know accurately thinking or deciding how much of um how much each task or job is going to take me and so you know, if something takes me a little bit longer than I'd planned, then I'm, I'm, you know, already behind schedule of the six things that I needed to do that day. So I was being really planful, but not overpacking my diary. And this is, you know, this is something I still need to play around with because coming from a corporate life for my whole adult life where you learn exactly how long things take you you know if I'm if I was delivering a training course I knew that that training course would be finished by a certain time if I had a meeting in my diary that was an hour long I knew it would be an hour long whereas in this in this world of owning my own business and and wearing lots of different hats I'm still really learning what you know how long things take so I don't expect that to be perfect. That's fine. And then I also went back to walking. So that's something that I didn't I didn't mention before. But, you know, I really... The, the weather didn't help. The weather didn't help at all because it was just so miserable. Like, there was so much rain going on. But I love walking, Henry. 
I, it's just one of my most joyful things to do and and I really can't wait for the summer when we can just we can get out and enjoy some sunshine but hmm, famous last words um but one of the things I really noticed that I was doing was really just making the walk a chore so you know where it was really wet I couldn't take him to the field because every single walk would have required a, sh- a bath for him which isn't good for his skin so that sounds like an excuse but also it takes me 20 minutes to then bath him um but I I literally was just making it a quick round the block when you know when it was the least amount of rain that I could see and and I was using that time to listen to books and podcasts and stuff and I I love listening to books and podcasts but actually I was having no free mind space and I wasn't walking to enjoy I was walking to get the dog walked because it was the right thing to do so I have put back into the schedule two walks a day and I'm making sure um, that at least one of those is without my headphones in not listening to anything just you know noticing what's going on around me throwing the ball for the dog talking to him you know great conversation um and just really making sure there was mindful time and then the last thing I did is talk to people about how I felt and I asked for help and you know I have to say that my family and my friends have been amazing um special mention to Tom to Laura and to Lucy who have been incredible during this time and also my sister-in-law Shabba even though she has got enough going on herself um but I spoke to those people and also to my own coach about how I was feeling and and I asked for some help and some support and that was really really great and um you know, I you need. I I know I need to ask for help more often. So that's what's been going on for me, and I now want to talk to you about how you can do this as well. So it doesn't matter whether you're, you know, you've been experiencing some of the same feelings. You know, a bit of stress, overwhelm, anxiety, or if you feel like you've just fallen off of it with, you know, your nutrition, your fitness, your health, your self-care, you can, you can apply these principles to, to your situation. And, you know, I would say that the first thing you need to do is to really go back to basics and stop trying to do everything perfectly and focusing on what you can't do. Instead, focus on what you can do. What, you know, one, two or three things can you consistently do to get you back to feeling your best, to get you back on track? And I thought I'd bring some examples in. So, you know, if like me, you've been feeling a bit stressed, a bit overwhelmed and anxious, consider each day, what is the one thing that you can focus on for that day? What is the one thing that you can do and that you can control? And sometimes it doesn't even have to be a do. Sometimes it can just be an intention. So, you know, on 
yesterday which was Tuesday for me I you know I, f- I was feeling a bit low I was I think every all the emotions came to a bit of a head and I was feeling a bit low and instead of having this big long to-do list of things that I needed to focus on for that day I just had an intention which was to feel the feelings not try and push them away and and to just do what I needed to do that was best for me for that day so you know yesterday I took a nap I took a nap in the middle of the afternoon because I was tired and that was what was right for me and yet it meant that maybe something that had been on my you know master to-do list didn't get done but I needed the sleep so what can you do what's the one thing you can do or your intention for each day to help you in that situation what can you control so often we focus on the things that we can't control what other people are doing what other people are saying what other people are thinking or what they haven't done or haven't said and actually that's such a waste of energy you cannot focus on and you can't control other people you can only control your own behaviors actions thoughts and feelings you can't control anyone else's so if you're feeling you know overwhelmed anxious a bit stressed really bring it back to okay what are the couple of things that I need to do and take a look at your routine you know what what's been dropped what are you not doing what needs to go back in and how can you put those in with as little stress as possible if you maybe have found that your food's gone off a cliff a little bit you know you were you were doing really well you were trying to lose some fat and you were making great progress and then all of a sudden you know some things have got on top of you and you're just not able to you know to be as on it and I use that term so loosely because you guys that have listened to me for a while know that I do not have plans I don't talk about you know being on the diet or off the diet but you're just maybe not being as as organized as prepared and eating the things that you want to or that you enjoy because maybe you're a bit stressed and overwhelmed and you're just grabbing what you can rather than thinking to yourself well it's not perfect I'm not doing everything I want to do think about this you know what one meal a day can you make healthy and nutrition nutritious even if it's just your snacks for the day okay so Let's say you've just really dropped out of this pattern of being able to make your breakfast and um, make your lunch and have a great dinner and you are literally doing what you can to get by to make sure that you're eating at least. Okay, what one meal can you can you start making sure is prepared and is healthy and is nutritious and is going to keep you going? And that could be snacks. It could be, you know, right, I'm going to start eating overnight oats or protein yogurt or boiling some eggs that I can have in the car on the way to work. Um, 
or making sure that I take some fruit and some nuts with me to work as my snacks. And then if I grab breakfast and lunch, um, you know, in the supermarket or in the office, then it's okay because I know my snacks have been healthy. So just focus on that one meal and, and execute that consistently for a week or two and then move on to the next. And then, you know, maybe you know, you got into this really good routine with your fitness and maybe circumstance means that you can't get to your classes or to the gym or you can't get out for your run or you're not able to make your yoga class. Again, go back to what can you do? You know, is it that after you've eaten your lunch, you go for a 10 minute power walk up and down the road? Is it that you do a 10 minute workout at home and you don't even need to scour YouTube, you could set a timer for 10 minutes and you could do, I don't know, a minute of squats, a minute of sit-ups, a minute of um, push-ups on your knees, take a minute's rest, do it again and then take a minute's rest and do it again. I don't think that adds up to 10. That might add up to 11. Okay, we'll take 30 seconds rest between each. Um, But, you know, okay, you can't get to all your classes. That doesn't mean you have to give up. Just do what you can. You know, while the kettle's boiling and you make yourself your morning cup of coffee, can you just do a couple of laps of the downstairs of your house just to get in a few extra steps? It's these small actions, you see, that are so much better than taking no action at all. And the small actions lead up to, they build up, they add up together and they make the big differences. So, you know, this is really about a mindset shift of instead of focusing on what you can't do, focus on what you can do and focus on on doing that to the best of your ability and building it back up from there because no situation or circumstance is permanent you might be going through you know a bit of a stressful period at this time but that doesn't mean it's going to carry on forever you know just like I'm starting to feel less stressed and less overwhelmed and less full up now you know that will happen for you as well so to summarise, it doesn't matter what the issue is, what the thing is that you're feeling and that's happening, just focus on what you can do. Focus on the, the small little things that you can do each day to build up to those big things. And that will make you feel so much better because you're taking action rather than just making the excuse that you can't do anything. So I really hope that this has helped you and um, I'd love to hear um, if you've got any examples or if you put in any of these into practice or if anything I've been talking about resonates with you and you felt the same. Don't forget you can join me over in my free Facebook community. The link is in the show notes. Um, And please do tune in next week for the next episode because I promise that I'm back. 
I'm back with more consistency and I'm going to be having some great guests on to chat to you as well. So I've missed you all. Thank you for listening and I will speak to you soon. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it and tag me on Instagram at the mum boss method. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and review the podcast. Have an awesome week.